Blog Talk Radio. segment of Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. Our purpose has always been to help you overcome any limiting beliefs you have by discussing psychology and mental health and personal growth or relationships, anything that affects you that keeps you from reaching your full potential. And today's presentation is titled, Post-Traumatic Growth, How to Find Meaning and Appreciation Through Hard and Tough Times. Life poses some awful and almost incomprehensible situations. It might feel as though our world has been shattered. At first, we might even feel like we're in a dark black hole of emptiness, unable to crawl or climb out of our way. Yet, eventually we do. Humans are some of the most resilient creatures on the planet. Just look at our history alone. We survived and thrived for thousands and thousands upon years. And as a tough and testing as some life events are, there's a phenomenon that sometimes happens. We experience a positive transformation where we have a new sense and appreciation for life and everything in it. So this is known as post-traumatic growth. And the reason I want to talk about post-traumatic growth is very simple. For many of us, how we grow, how we relate to the people around us, the things that we do in order to build strength, to overcome adversity, are so important to how we relate to the world around us and the kind of healthy relationships we have. If you think about the past and past generations, what they do in the, they bring to a relationship are the things that they know. And for many generations, until really the last few years, what's happened? We know what we know. We kind of follow through and we bring to our lives those things that we've always had and we've never seen how to change things or make them very, very different. Therefore, we might experience stronger relationships, newfound appreciation, new spiritual awareness, increased resilience, enhanced personal strength. Coming out of the worst events of our life, 
with this mindset is one of the most incredible things that can happen. How can you do this if you're in the thick of it now? What should you know about post-traumatic growth? And before I really get into this, I really want to tell you a little story because it's something that I think you can learn from. When I think back about the way I was raised and the way my parents were raised, my grandparents on both sides came from Eastern Europe. So they only knew what was going on in those times. And they were really born in the 19th century. How men treated women in the 19th century was is very different than how they're treated in the 21st century. Because men, in essence, own women. And depending on what the kind of home they came from, what they experienced, that's what they knew and brought to, to their home. And if they came from a home where there was a lot of bickering or a lot of abuse or a lot whatever, that's how they learned to treat other people. And those are the things that they brought to their home in their relationship and their relationship with their children. And in essence, my mother wanted financial security. My father was a lawyer. He liked to give dinner parties. He wanted someone who could be a good cook and a hostess. That's what their relationship was based on. Both of them came from dysfunctional families. They brought to their relationship that dysfunction. What they taught their children was how to be abusive, how to be petty, how to be jealous of one another. Luckily for me, my personality was such that I, and because I have a disability and was always told, you can't do this and you can't do that and you're going to fail and whatever, it was like putting a red flag in front of me and daring me to prove them wrong and to be different. And then once I hit college, I knew that my personality, well, my strengths with that I always wanted to help others. And so I ended up, and I had why, and it was always, why me? And then I began to study psychology, and I began to, to get the training in mental health. And I learned how to break the cycle. But to break the cycle, I also had to disassociate with my family because they were never going to change and they were never going to accept the changes in me and they were always going to try and pull me back into that traumatic experience. So what are the five phases of post-traumatic growth? Post-traumatic growth is defined as the positive effect that occurs after a traumatic experience. Those who have studied this phenomenon have noted five phases of, or stages of post-traumatic growth, which tend to happen quite naturally after a particularly 
tough events. These stages or phases include some of the following. Personal strength. This refers to how we decide to deal with the event that has transpired. Usually, we'll experience varying degrees of stress, anxiety, and even depression after these events. Some may turn to non-healthy ways of coping, such as alcohol or drug use. Meanwhile, others may process these emotions by using exercise, talking to others, or learning new things. The latter often ignites a journey of great personal growth and development, helping us overcome a negative event positively. And in a lot of ways, that second one is the way I deal with it because I'm very outgoing and I like to talk to people. And when I, and when I work through things by talking about it, then it helps me grow from there. It's how you look at things. Like, for instance, my older sister is deaf, but at the same time, she wouldn't, she holds it in, she pushes it down because she's very introverted to begin with. She's the peacemaker. She doesn't want to create problems, whereas I'll strike back at them, and they know they can hit those hot buttons to get what they want. Often, I've learned the best way to deal with them is not to engage with them, to turn around and walk away, because that stilts them. They, they look for that because their way of dealing things is to gaslight you, to put you down, to tell you how, you, how bad you are, to, to keep needling you. And if you break that cycle by getting away from them, they don't know how to do, deal with it. New possibilities. Trauma causes our perspective on the world to change or at the very least, shift. Perhaps certain things that mattered before the event don't matter anymore, or maybe things that didn't matter now do. Maybe you're even attracted to different things that you weren't previously. Suddenly, there are opportunities and possibilities. From these, we may even find greater meaning. Now, we're talking about new possibilities. So when you deal with something, when you face it, when you talk about it, when you express how you feel, then you can sit down with someone and you can look at ways to better deal with it, how the best way to relate to someone the best way to overcome some of that negativity and work through a lot of those issues that are keeping you from being or becoming that person that you truly want to be. Relationships with others, post-traumatic growth further allows us to bond and connect with others by talking about it, 
and building connections. We can understand it alone. It also allows us to see how important our existing relationships are, perhaps leading us to nurture those or to hold them more closely to our hearts than we may have previously. When you think about it, a lot of the ways that you deal with relationships today are all based on how you've dealt with them in the past. Often, why you seek out professional help is very simple. That they can help you to look at a situation and kind of say, well, you handled it this way, but what are some other ways you could have handled it to to do better? And also, I've used assessment profiles, which helps me teach people to understand what their natural behavior patterns are, because some people have a dominant personality where they really believe they control everything around it. Then you've got the high I behavior pattern, and that person has very good interpersonal skills. They're great at networking. They're great at doing business at parties. They're great at just interacting with people, even if they don't know who they are. And then you've got the reserve behavior patterns, and that can be someone that's very detail-oriented, or if they work for a company and the rules are laid out, they will literally follow the rules to the world. And then you have the other side of someone who questions everything, that has to know every little detail before they know and decide on things. How you communicate in those behavior patterns determine whether or not it's accepted or whether or not it creates conflict. And so, therefore, you have to learn how to adapt your communication to someone else's style of behavior. New appreciation for life. Knowing things can be worse provides us with a great sense of appreciation for what we do and what we have. It fosters the ability to practice more gratitude and focus less on things that we don't like about our life and for the things we don't like. We can recognize that we have the ability to change them. And when we talk about the positive things and negative, the, everything in our lives and everything within us puts out an energy force. And if you're very negative and you criticize everyone and you, you blame them for everything that's wrong in your life, then what you're doing is you're putting out negative vibes. And that's what's going to come back to you. If you understand the laws of attraction and affirmations and how you say things, whether they're positive or negative, 
and how you inter, you kind of take that and pull it together and help determine what are some things that you can do that can help turn things around for yourself and put you in that position where you appreciate. And how does a gratitude journal work? Well, a gratitude journal is something where you write down those are things that you're appreciative of and what you learned about your life in the last day. And often understanding how those things work, how to work with them, how to incorporate them into your daily life really helps you to overcome many negative things that are happening. Spiritual evolution. From there, many experience a spiritual change. Perhaps you see death up close and now understand the true fragility of life. We may dive deeper into our spiritual self or seek out spiritual experience or expand their side of ourselves even further. What are some examples of post-traumatic growth? There are various ways a person may experience post-traumatic growth, and here are a few common ones. Stored belief or renewed belief in a higher power. Starting to a charity related to the traumatic experience. Increased desire to foster closer relationships with loved ones. Breaking up an unhealthy relationship. Starting a new job or life purpose. Learning new things, such as trying a new hobby. How we react to what happens around us, the changes we make, that's the growth within us. And I can tell you this much, that in a lot of ways, I was homeless on three different occasions because growing up with a disability, I wasn't always going to be able to have the same opportunities in the workplace as others and didn't have a family that was supportive or or encouraging. That I grew up in a home that was so negative that when I went to school and I was being teased and laughed at because I was different and because people didn't understand what disabilities were at that time, or even try to relate to someone with a disability, therefore I was bullied, that in so many ways, that my way of dealing with it was to go inside myself, to talk to myself, to to try to work out. I remember being that 12-year-old kid that when I went home, instead of being having a loving family that would hug me and tell me that I got abused, and I remember being a 12-year-old kid and, and climbing out of the window, wanting to run away, wanting to find a better life, 
But at that time, you didn't have the agencies that you have today that I could have called and gotten help and found a way to, to break that cycle. So I've had to find other ways to break the cycle. And at least now, I, there's, there's support systems available to, to work with that can possibly even help me turn some things around. So it's important to know that the post-traumatic growth isn't limited to just the things that we just talked about, that different people experience it in different ways, depending on the event, current life situation. So let's look at what we talked about. We talked about how post-traumatic growth can help restore belief or renew belief in a higher power. That you often, whenever it's high holidays, I will go to services. And in a way that when I'm sitting there praying that what I'm doing is trying to better overcome what's going on in my head and, and around me. Uh, starting a charity related to a traumatic experience. Well, you, that's how a lot of these nonprofit agencies have gotten started. And one of the things that I long wanted to do was to set up an agency that would serve people with disabilities who are entrepreneurs. Why? Because learning to have your own business is not an easy task. And there were no agencies that that I could go to that understood what it what it took to build a business, being someone with a disability who didn't have a lot of work experience because society and companies were not hiring people with disabilities as easily. I mean, they're a little bit better now, but they're not to the point that they should be. And also helps you to get out of unhealthy relationships. And that's what I mean by saying I wanted to climb out of a window and get help and get away from them, but just had no way of doing it or options or any place that I could go at the time. So recognizing where all of these come from and how to deal with them helps you grow. How do you achieve post-traumatic growth? Growth after trauma takes work and effort. Often it involves educating ourselves regarding what happened as well as gaining knowledge to move past it. It further may involve learning emotional regulation, leading to greater personal strength, talking about what happened, developing a narrative around what happened, and a desire to serve those who have experienced similar. For example, talking to a therapist for many can offer a great starting point, come to terms with the event that just transpired and understand it, as well as develop a narrative that benefits you and 
your life. Finding support is crucial to foster post-traumatic growth. Reflecting community and support are critical pillars for post-traumatic growth. We need to look inward, but also lean on others. We are tribal creatures at heart, and thus we need a community to support us as we process life's harsh realities. When we can't hold ourselves up, others can. This is the power of community and support. This is why it's so important to find a support group. If you notice Alcoholics Anonymous, that's a support group. It's a 12-step support group. Where I go to the gym, in the building, they have a drug recovery program, and they meet daily, and they have they have a place in a hotel that they, where they stay, and then they have vans that bring them over every day, and they're there usually during the day uh, getting classes, discussing, going through groups, because peers help you understand and help you deal with what's going on. Therefore, when you recognize the changes you need to make, it will help you to deal with them. And here's the other thing. Think about all of the things that can truly help you. So let's go over some of the the five little factors again. For one thing, what are some new possibilities that you can do that can help you shift? How do you build strong relationships with others and communicate better? What are some new appreciation for life that you can create for yourself? What is your spiritual evolution? I can tell you this much. I have a a membership site called AskDavidaShinsky.com that works on personal development. It helps you to recognize and see things and learn to overcome them. And what I also do is have challenges. And those challenges, then the one that I have that I've been promoting is seven ways to change, uh, to reach personal success on a daily basis. Because only you can change your behavior. Only you can be the one to decide how you want to change your behavior. And only you can make that permanent change. Remember this, if you come from a family that's very toxic or you're in a toxic relationship, and the sad part is is we end up 
in what is our comfort zone in relationships. Why? Well, for one reason and one reason only, because we gravitate towards people who are very much like the relationship we grew up in, and we want to recreate that. And therefore, what do we do? We put ourselves right back in that relationship. Therefore, you need a life coach or someone that's certified as a psychotherapist to help you change permanently.